And you're all very welcome back. Our visiting critic is now in studio with Shane Daniel Byrne. Good morning to you, Shane Daniel Good Byrne. morning. Thank you for having me. Well, let me do the intro bit, which is sometimes cool. like um, like an obituary, isn't it, for, for people? Do, I, I like when they do it on here. Desert Island Discs and it's uh, really impressive. <laughs> so if you could make it like that, that'd be great. Well, I'm just, you know, well, you're award-winning, um, mm. you're award-winning Shane Daniel Byrne. Great start. Uh, Irish comedy's new wonder kid. He's embarking on his first national Irish tour. Once considered an exciting talent of contemporary performance art in Dublin, he messed that up and now he's a comedian. So there you go. So it is really like an obituary. So um, that's you. That's me. What's and your you know, award, by the way? I wrote those words. I will, I will admit, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> that is that in my own writing. That was yeah. a blurb, which I yeah, thought yeah. was... You just expect someone else is doing it. I know, you have to do this like Shane is doing this now. I'm like, it's me. I'm typing this on my own laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what awards did you win? I won, well, I won one and I came second in one. I won a thing in the, um, at the Catlass Festival. I won a, a okay, competition called the Rockies Championships. And then I also came second in a competition called So You Think You're Funny in Edinburgh. Oh, that's a good um, one. That that's is a, a good, good one. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I love how you answer it so seriously. Is that just, this is your Radio 1 kind of yeah, I'm persona on, now? I'm, do you know what? Last week I was on 2FM with the Zamparelli. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I'm, on, I'm very grown up and have to be my best behaviour here. <laughs> Oh, I've never true. been on I do the Ray Darcy sometimes and that's the, Ray, the, Ray Darcy. the Ray Darcy you know what he's like do you know what I mean it's not very <laughs> serious down there but like this I feel like I've never been on this hour before and I must be on my best behaviour and okay. I'm, I'm this is the talking dream to a, a, an Ireland who doesn't get to hear from me that often so <laughs> hello and good morning to you all this is the dream I'm actually going to rumble you now because you said during the break that actually your dream was to do Claire Byrne I don't know how I can get on Claire Byrne like, <laughs> I, I thought you might be worried sometimes she does do like a bit of a funny segment on she what's does? all this about this so I'm trying to I'm pitching for that yeah okay right? they're, they're listening I did there get on playback once so that was my that oh, was actually that's good. that was a because of trick. the Ray Darcy's yeah I did the Ray, Ray Darcy Darcy's. and then they put me on the playback did so you get a big a Ray Darcy laugh actually I got a couple <laughs> I got a couple it's quite the laugh He's very good fake laugher, very good at fake crack. He makes that's you feel that's like a real. You're absolutely hilarious. That's a real, that's a real laugh. Oh, sorry, that's oh, behind the scenes it. showbiz stuff. Good, sorry, good, yeah, good real laugh. And uh, so, is it Shane or Shane Daniel when we casually? Shane. Shane, yeah. okay. But but Shane, Shane Daniel Byrne. Byrne, yeah, is nicer on stage. Shane Daniel Byrne sounds oh, better than yeah, for your, Shane Byrne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Shane Byrne, of course, it was to avoid confusion, I presume, was it, with the um, rugby Shane Byrne? There's a touch of that. The I did get some hair. emails for him, for him and for him before in the past. I have done that. Yeah. Oh, have you? That's the, the Tom Hollander, Tom Holland thing. Yeah, it's a touch of that. Yeah, yeah. And we're just as famous as them as well. He runs, I think, a bin company or something. Is that, Was that the tenor of. Shane Byrne does. Yeah. I'm oh, sure he? he does. Maybe I've got that right. I got an email thanking um, me and my wife for attending an event. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, good. wrong, Shane Byrne. That's not me. Now, you are our visiting critic today. Mm. Uh, Bridgerton. Well, explain why Bridgerton is in the news first, first of all. It's coming back, Bridgerton. Yes. Big hit. And I suggest... You thought you had enough. <laughs> yeah, well, it's back. It's series three, isn't it? Series three. I missed this at the time. I didn't watch it. I felt like it wasn't for me. And you know the way sometimes you just think in your gut, no, that's not for me. And I, I must say, I was, I was correct. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I know loads of people love it. And I really went in open hearted. I was like, this is going to charm me. I was like, that's what I felt like mm -hmm. when I watched... That's the expectation. Do you know what? I'm going to play the Bridgerton theme tune and give us the expectation that you had in your head over this theme tune, okay? Because it's, it's a very comfortable, cosy place to be. You can't hear it even headphones. Just, just, just say. Describe the show. Period. Regency period, but um, uh, jazzed love up. Love, romance, other things along those lines. But these are the pastel colours. Yeah. And, it's and very it, colourful. It is very colourful. And I like... Like it's doing a lot of extra stuff. There's like lots. They they play Ariana Grande on a quartet. You know this kind of thing is happening. Yeah. 
and I understand they're trying that, but I just feel to what end? What about, <laughs> and I'm I really trying not to be mean. I just I just don't just not fun I, for me. Trying to Gen X up the whole. Is that yeah? Drama maybe thing, that's it. Is Gen X not old? Gen Z? Is Gen Z, sorry, Gen Z. I don't know. I don't Gen know what Z, they want. Ancient Gen Z, I know. Sure, this is it. Look, we're in the same They were trying boat. to Gen Zify Bridgerton. Trying so. to make it cool. But I think... You're I feel a young like fella. I, this definitely seems like it was targeted at you, this whole... I know. I feel like I should be. I'm like, okay, it's camp. It's, you know, cutesy and uh, sometimes sexy. I feel like that's like gays should really be into that. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's like when you watch like old period things, they're written by Jane Austen. So you're going to have a very good basis to make your television show or your film. And I just, no shade to Shonda, you know what I mean? Big love to Shonda and <laughs> Shonda source Land. material. Yeah, but I just, I don't know, I just, <laughs> I can't. What was, I what's wrong with it? What, what, what? I just find it very dull and boring. I don't okay. know, it's not enough. It's not enough. I was like, I was like, and I also could, I feel like I could predict the whole thing. Not the twists. There were some good twists now. I'll give them that. And okay. I'm glad to see one of our own, Nicola Coughlin, out there killing it on the international stage. Yes. That's great. But and I wish her all the best and continued success in it. Oh, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds, that like, sounds like I'm actually hating her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not what that. I mean at all. I wish you well. Yes, I wish her well. No, I don't. I do wish her well. Um, but uh, no, I just, I don't. I just, it's boring. It's a bit boring. It's not as. Well. There's many more great things you can watch. I don't, <laughs> I'm true. sorry. It's so huge, though, and people absolutely I, love it. People really do. I that's why know. I thought I was going to get really into it, but I just found it very not fun. <laughs> Do you know. traditionally like uh, bubblegum style things that you don't have to think about? Maybe I'm not romancy. Like, I'm not very... Oh, that could be it. I think I'm a bit of that. Like, my boyfriend will say, like, hey, I love you. And I'm like, all right, keep that to yourself. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's none of my business. Please, that's your own problems. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not a romantic-y type. Um, doesn't doesn't, doesn't it? sound like it. I mean, you really should. I should work on it. Reciprocate. I should work on it. Maybe I'll read the books. Maybe the books will have it for me. The books, the Bridgerton, the Bridgerton books. books. Maybe that'll do uh, it. Would no you? More. Would you? Would you be encouraged to go into the books after seeing the badge? I mean, I just said that just because I'm on the radio. I'm. I'm never going to do it. I'm <laughs> not going to go near those books. This is where the visiting critic needs to be honest <laughs> with us. I feel like I'm a visiting jerk, so I do apologise <laughs> to the Bridgerton fans. You, everyone can't like everything. I'm not seeing any any kind of people. Condemning no text coming your... in yet. Okay, <laughs> no great. Okay, I don't okay, sure anyone mind. actually likes Bridgerton. I think we just agreed because it was lockdown. I think there's a touch of that. Yep, it like was the Stockholm syndrome. People were like, "Yeah, we all watch this now. We did normal people." already great now we'll watch this you know no, I think it might be a touch of that but anyway I'm not, not being too mean now if you are a fan of Nicola Coughlin sounds like you are um, she is the star I believe of the new season mm. forthcoming yeah that is exciting I think, isn't that amazing do you remember did you see enough of, of the thing to see what her character was what, what her character did well you can't spoilerify it because it is if you haven't watched Bridgerton mm. um, I mean this is series 3 maybe I can she is a central important figure she, in it she was like the sister of the main female character wasn't she in yeah, season one yeah but I then think. she has so. secret things as well oh, right. so now that is good and a twist the and twist. a reveal all those things are fun and her yeah. character gets a full arc in season yeah, three yeah so she's the main thing she's the she's the main deal I have a clip here of Nicola Co- I think this is the part of the teaser thing because this is our own Nicola Coughlin so turn that thing up and click on this I miss you you miss me you miss me but you had never caught me is that correct Pen, I... I overheard you at my mama's ball last season telling everyone how you would never, ever call Penelope Featherington. There you go. I mean, my heart breaks. Creebridge stuff for that one. You miss me, but you would never court me. If That's you're in a peer drama, you've got to kind of shake your voice a small bit, don't you? Yeah, I think so. And always just on the precipice of tears. Good in the jacket. <laughs> now, stuff you do like. Yes. You love comedians' memoirs? 
Yeah, I, before I was a comedian, I read loads of memoirs and autobiographies mm-hmm. by comedians. I don't know where, I think I, there was a Billy Connolly book hanging around the house, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And I read that years and years ago when I was like, probably too, like, quite too young, to be honest. I was like 13, 14, I think I read that. Um, but the last one I read, I read, there's a comedian, Scottish comedian, who's really doing great internationally at the moment, called Fern Brady. And I read her book and it's about, um, it's kind of, a, I thought it was going to be like about comedy and I know her a little bit, so I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. But actually it's about her life before, during and after an autism diagnosis mm-hmm. and how um, how beneficial that was for her to get the diagnosis and how much it's like, oh my God, and how it's helped and impacted her life. Like there's not much about comedy. She mentions that as an offside thing. It's <laughs> like, then I did stand up, then I did the fringe. But anyway, back to this. And it's really very open and honest. I, I met her at the, she wrote this book. It's very detailed about and very generous with her about her life but she, I met her at the comedy festival in Dublin and I said oh my god just finished your book and she said oh my god I feel like everyone's seen my bum that's what she felt like she's exposed herself <laughs> uh, too much so I don't know people are very generous so I wouldn't be able to write a book as open like that no strong female character was yeah. and this has won huge awards the, yeah, the Nero yeah. Prize which used to be the Costa Prize for yeah. um, for non-fiction for a, for a memoir um, she also talks about being uh, Scottish yeah and and how audiences react to oh right you uh, put you straight into a into a box I think so I think they do that I think Scottish comedians when they go down in London they have a different experience and they think like for Irish comedians when we do the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Alison Spittle texted me this when we were over there she was like when you're out flyering for your shows during the yeah. Fringe she's like you have to be shouting Irish comedy Irish comedian because in that in the UK they think Irish is a genre by itself they're like we <laughs> saw an Irish fella last year we'll go again to another one this year they just are like yeah that'll work they'll all be the same they, they kind of think that and I guess they kind of maybe they think we all sound the same you know that way Americans think every Irish accent is all blurred into one right. maybe they think we all sound the same but they think the comedy is the same so I think there's something interesting in that it's a good selling point it really works it and really people, works yeah it? when you're on the street flyering people are like we saw a lot of Irish comedians and we just loved you guys this sense of humour like it really does it, it really is it uh, sells tickets like. it's Great, and you were selling tickets away. You're playing in Vicar Street next. Um... Yeah, Vicar Street the next two Fridays. So the eighth of March still has tickets. The first of March nearly gone. There's some few standees for that, but the eighth of March is the next one, and I'm in um, Belfast uh, tomorrow. Belfast oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, in the limelight. Oh, brilliant! And Killian Sunderman, my other underkind of comedy, he's open for me on both shows, so you get two two for the price of one. That's a great. That's a great. Yeah, it's a fun actually. deal. So yeah, Killian yeah. does, and then you your whole show. I do the whole show. Yeah. I'm really I'm really excited to see your stand up actually because we know you from your Instagram clips yeah. and everything. Just time. It's good to transfer that into the big show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shane Burke, but he's gay. That's <laughs> it. Thanks for being our visiting critic. Five one five five one is the text back after these. From the North, text studio, followed by your message to 80889.